Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Good morning. Welcome to Calvary Chapel. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 11 this morning. Truth bomb. In verse 37, and he, Jesus, as he spoke, a certain Pharisee asked him to dine with him. So he went in and sat down to eat. And when the Pharisee saw it, he marveled that he had not first washed before dinner. And all your moms are like, yeah, wash those hands, boys. You you can't just sit down and eat. That's not what this really was. And it was washing of the hands. This is what they're talking about here. They would wash their hands, and really what they would do is take an eggshell, you know, that was emptied out and cleaned, and then they would dump a, an eggshell worth of water on one hand and an eggshell worth of water on the other hand on the front, and then they'd turn it around, they'd, they'd do it this way and let it run down their elbow. I mean, we're not getting anywhere there, right? That's not 27 seconds or whatever it's supposed to be, you know, underwater with soap. It was just, it was just, it was for show. It was a ritual cleansing. It was a spiritual thing, supposedly, that they were trying to do. Nothing wrong with washing your hands before dinner. Although Lyle insists that's why I got sick in Mexico, because I washed my hands too much or something. I don't know. So you need to eat more questionable things, he's telling me. I'm like, I don't know about that, Lyle. But this has nothing to do with hygiene. This was what they did because of their oral law. And the oral law was what we know as the Talmud, which has been written down. But it was the Mishnah and the Guyana, I think is what it's called. And they, those two things mixed together made up the Talmud, which was the the oral law, uh, basically the laws or the rules that went along with the Bible or the God's law. And they had a lot of rules and practices that they put on at that time equal level to the Torah. They said God gave us not just the Torah, but also the oral law, which was not true. Jesus would say about them, this is where Jesus would usually clash with these guys. Jesus would say in Matthew chapter 7, verse 6 through 9, It says, Jesus answered and said to them, Well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men, the washing of pitchers and cups and many other such things you do, he said to them, All too well you reject the commandment of God, that you may keep your tradition." And so Jesus would clash with them. He would call them what they called the traditions of the elders or the oral law. He would call the doctrines and commandments of men. And so this is what we're dealing with here. Jesus isn't being unclean or gross or something like that. But notice it doesn't say that they said anything to Jesus. It just says that they marveled. And we don't know if they made a big show of that. They're rolling their eyes or gasping or something. I don't know. But it says that they, they marvel. And then Jesus drops this truth bomb, verse 39. Then the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees make the outside of the cup and dish clean, but your inward part is full of greed and wickedness. Foolish ones, 
Did not he who made the outside make the inside also, but rather give alms of such things as you have, then indeed all things are clean to you. Yesterday morning, I was getting a a glass out of the cupboard, and that's always a sketchy thing to do in my house with six kids who do the dishes. And I I grabbed it out, and I always take a big whiff of it, because usually it's too dark in the morning, you know, I don't turn the lights on or anything. I I just take a big smell to smell if it smells clean, and I could smell kind of a, a slight soap smell, so I thought I was good to go. And I went in, and I filled it up with water. And then as I drank it down, I drank it all the way to the bottom. I, was, I had gone outside, and it was light outside, and I looked in my cup, and in the bottom of the cup was kind of a skim of some white milk something or some other. Isn't that the worst? You just drink it down, and I'm already having some kind of parasite thing going on that I've been dealing with, and I'm just like, ah, oh, that is so disgusting. You know, I want to bring it all back up. It's like, oh, man. It's so gross. You know, you've been there where you drink and, you know, maybe you're at a restaurant or something, you drink a glass of water and you look as you're drinking it and you see this scum and you're like, I hope that's on the outside and not on the inside. You know, it's, it's awful. What Jesus is talking about here is our motives or their motives, but also our motives. Are we trying to look spiritual while hiding what's really on the inside? Because that's what's important. It's not what's on the outside. It's not the, the, all the robes and all the, the they strap boxes to their heads. They did all these things to look super spiritual. They'd make a big show of their prayers. They'd make a big show of their washings. They'd make a big show of their tithing. They'd make a big show of everything. But Jesus is saying, no, it's not what's on the outside. You wash the outside of the cup and dish, but you don't wash the inside. You know, and, and I think we can do this too. You know, we, we go through things Christians do to, to put on a spiritual show. You know, maybe we talk about the prayer we had that morning or whatever, and, and it's not natural. We're actually doing it not for the motive of, of just telling somebody something, but actually to drop this, you know, kind of saying, hey, this is what I did this morning. This is how, I'm spirit, how spiritual I am. You know, some people wear Christian clothing that just, you know, not because they want to be a witness for Jesus, but because they want other people to think that they're spiritual. I've noticed a lot of big crosses lately. Have you noticed that? And, and, and you know, it's okay to wear a cross, but are they wearing it because they love Jesus and they want it to be a conversation piece to share the gospel, or are they just trying to put on outward practice? But I've also seen people, you know, they, they make all kinds of things spiritual. You know, the way, the way they wear their clothes... You know, eating non-GMO, kosher, anything like that. Now, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing to do, but don't make that part of your spirituality. Because spirituality is not outward, is it? It's what's going on within the heart. It's a love for Jesus. It's a love, a mercy for people and a love for people. It's not what we look like on the outside or how much we go to church or how much we read our Bibles. Those things can be good if they're done for the right motives, but those things can be bad if we're doing them as a show to try to make people think that we're spiritual or that we're a Christian. It's really hard to avoid doing these types of things. But he's saying we need to make sure that that what we need to do is affecting the inside. And so what he's saying is take some of those fancy dishes and give them to the poor. Take some of your, your wealth and give it to the poor. Start to practice mercy. Start to practice love towards God. And you will see that the inside will become clean. So he follows up with this in-your-face truth bomb by pronouncing six woes. And he doesn't ever soften it. You know, we're told to use the sandwich method. You know the sandwich method. The sandwich method is give them a positive 
then give them the criticism, and then follow it up with another positive, right? You want to kind of soften the, you know, you did something wrong with these nice things. And, and, and I think that that's a good thing to do. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not dogging on the sandwich method. What this is called is the six-shooter method. It's the cock, and then boom, 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 six shots in the chest. That's basically what this is. And so he says, verse 42, But woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and ruin all manner of herbs and pass by justice and the love of God. These you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. The New Living Translation translates this word woe as what sorrow awaits you. And I think that's a really good way to put this. You know, when you think about the, the wrong motives and doing things for the wrong idea, he, he's saying there's no lasting benefit for that. What sorrow it's going to bring into your life if you're doing all this stuff for yourself. And it's pretty serious. Well, why? Well, because they would give a, a tenth of everything to God. Even out of their vegetable garden, their herb garden, they would count out the spices and give 10% of their spices to God. And that's what a tithe is, is giving a tenth to God. And it's okay to do it as long as we're doing it, not to be seen by men, but because we really want to trust God. You know, that's really what tithing is. If you were to give a good reason for why do we tithe, or why does a person tithe their money or give a tenth of their money to God, it's because I'm going to say, I'm acknowledging that God is going to provide for me. I'm going to give out of my money towards God so that, I can see God provide for me. And it's just really, I, I, I'm acknowledging that everything belongs to him in the first place. Of course, we're not under that law of tithing or anything like that in the New Testament, but it is a lot of times something, something somebody practices. But why we practice it is very important. Am I doing it because I'm trusting God and because I love God and I want to be a part of the work that he's doing? Or am I doing it so other people will see me doing it? Am I giving so that other people will see what I give? And that's the wrong motive. He says, he says, you shouldn't have left those things undone, but what you should have done is you should have drawn close to God with justice and the love of God. These are the things that you need to not neglect, justice and the love of God. Isn't, is, it isn't you know, that, that these guys were just the average person. Either. These guys were the religious leaders. And isn't the point of being a religious leader to be close to God? To know God and to love God and to have a relationship with God and then to lead other people into a relationship with God as well. And that's my whole desire to be a pastor. And not that, that I, I know much, but I, I do know that growing up in church, basically every sermon I heard was, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that, and you need to be doing more of this, you need to be doing more of that. And, and I had no love for God and I didn't want to do that stuff and I didn't want to go to church. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.